Hey everyone, this is Alex Kelly, back here with another episode of Furloughed Film Talks. I'm joined with Ryan. Hey guys. I can't talk today, so I'm going to say with, not, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. It's been a long day, long weekend, long week. Uh, we are thankful for you guys joining us. Hope everybody is safe in their homes. Um, yeah, so Ryan, you have a good weekend? Yeah, yeah. Great, great times watching the world burn. Yeah, it's been a it's been a crazy weekend. So uh, yeah, I mean, you're the crazy ass one that drove the. Yeah, we went to Austin. We had a good weekend, and we we're a street a street away from a protest. Yeah, so you're insane. Yeah, so we uh we went down to Austin and had a good time and got to see Chris McDonald. So who? My friend from UNT. So oh, you, okay, you got Max hair on you, buddy. Always. Um. But no, thank you guys for taking the time to speak with our talk. Jesus Christ, I can't talk. Listen to us. Yeah, listen to us. Um, but let's talk some Ryan Gosling news. My, My favorite, boy, boy, Ryan Gosling, uh, is going to be in a new Universal scary movie. After the success of The Invisible Man, he has been cast in the lead role for Wolfman. I'm really surprised he's doing this. Like, Ryan... He's done, like, really good roles, like, Academy Award-winning roles, right? And, like, now he's going to be the Wolfman for... I mean... Like, what? I don't know what else he's... Okay, I can't say that. I've seen most of his movies. Because didn't he take, like, a break? He took, like, a year or so break from acting, and then, like... <clears throat> yeah, know. he hasn't really been in anything since La La Land, which that was, like, two, well, and three the, years ago now. The... Space movie. What was that? Please do that that voice sound again. That's what a rocket is. Okay. Uh, no. God, what was that movie called? Was... Ash First Man. First Man. First yeah, Man. Yeah. yeah. Which is a good movie. Like I, 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 was, I, li- I, really I liked it. Movie. I just it was not as good as like Nice Guys or um... so Invisible Man. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, so like this Wolfman is supposed to be interconnected with Invisible Man, which came out a couple months ago. Which neither of us have seen. Right. <laughs> we need to check this out for sure. Yeah, I mean, especially if Ryan Gosling is going to be like a, you know, integral part of this right. world. What's going on though? Like, if Ryan Gosling is going to do this type of movie, wouldn't you think he like joins up with like the Batman or with, um, like something in the Marvel universe? Like, no. why the hell is he going with Universal? Because I think he doesn't want to do something that's, you know. I don't want to say super well known. I think he wants to do something with a director he really likes, and they haven't picked a director yet. But he's re- working closely with them to pick one because uh-huh. they originally wanted him to direct it, and then throughout the process they just came to an understanding that like he shouldn't be directing it. He'll only act in this movie. Okay. So I think he's gonna have a lot of artistic freedom to kind of do whatever he wants, and maybe he doesn't think he could get that in a Batman or especially a Marvel movie. Like, yeah, those I mean, are so closely watched. He wouldn't be able to in a Marvel movie. I think maybe like in a, I think the Matt Reeves Batman is going to be like a very, it's not going to be made like a Marvel movie. No, but like, there's still that, that miss. Like, I mean, if you take Robert Pattinson, who's done nothing but indie films for the past like five years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like they're not making a typical superhero movie, right? Did you see that there's people who are saying they want Ben Affleck to come back and make his own Batman movie. Who are these people? And there's a lot. And AT and T commented on it. They started sending out tweets and shit, just basically saying like, "You never know." You have to have an IQ below like 80 to fucking want Ben Affleck in this movie. In in like his own Batman movie. 
Oh, wait. People are wanting, like, a Ben Affleck Batman movie? Yes. Oh, my God. So, you know how, like, he was writing his own <laughs> script and yes. everything? They want, like, that movie made. No. Yeah, which, like, now that, like, AT, I'm not shitting you. AT&T was, like, tweeting back at people saying, like, oh, you never know who might show up. And it's, like, a, it had, like, a gif of the, like, Ben Affleck Batman. I Dude, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking, but, like, if they were to... Because then that throws the the Matt Reeves But if the audience Batman. could see my face, they would realize how, like, disgusted I am. No, it's one of the most <laughs> ridiculous things. And it's, 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 it's kind of ridiculous for fans to want it. It's even more ridiculous for AT&T to start, like, replying to people. Well, I mean, AT&T is now, like... like I'm glad they did the fan service thing with allowing Zack Snyder to, like, redo the Justice League cut, but, like, that's where, don't like, start taking, like... That was my problem with all this. Like, we're gonna start getting these, like... Because it's weird because this technically isn't DCEU anymore. That's Warner Brothers. This is HBO. So, like, they're trying to, like, differentiate each other. Yeah, but if they... If it's, they but it's so fucking confusing If now. they put a Ben Affleck Batman movie on HBO... And that character came out of the DC universe yeah. where there's a new Batman. Yeah. It makes zero fucking sense. There's like, no continuity. And somebody, like Marvel thrives on having continuity from the very beginning all the way to the movies they're making today. Like DC has fucked this up so horrifically. Like the, the crazy part about all that is like somebody will kind of be able to come in and say, well, they were able to do it with Arrow and like the Arrowverse, like separate. But then it's like, no. They very clearly... It's a whole different thing. But yeah, it's like those were two very different worlds. And then you like you can't say that with this because this was literally one world that you're now splitting up. And then you're having multiple Batman movies. And even with like Joker, it was like, okay, this is very obviously separate from yes. everything else going on. Like at least with the this C- is not. At least with the CW universe, they just belabor the point over and over that there's a multiverse. And like anything can happen yeah. with the multiverse. They haven't set that up with uh, the DC Universe yet. Not so, at all. And like, that's, that goes back to the main problem with the DC Universe is, like, they didn't set up anything at all right. well. Yeah. Like, they tried to rush it so fast. And I thought they had learned their mistakes. And, like, I thought this Matt Reeves Batman movie was going to be, like, a fresh start. But if the parent company, like, comes in and starts, like, taking their Fucking IP shit up. and putting yeah. it on different platforms, like, oh, my God. Just... Back to the original point. That's why I think Universal's doing this right right now. They fucked it up a couple years ago with that whole Dark Universe crap. But then they realized, okay, we can get directors and actors who want to make scary movies, like scary monster movies. Yeah. And they did it really well with Invisible Man, even though some of the trailers didn't look great. Obviously, it is a scary, horrifying movie at 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. So you have a good track record and road to go off of now for something like ryan gosling that speaks volumes when you have somebody like ryan gosling wanting to come on board yeah i mean the only thing like universal's doing right here is getting great actors to be and good directors yeah so like elizabeth moss amazing ryan gosling obviously great tom cruise (laughs) everyone has an opinion on tom cruise but he's not like a god awful actor, right? He's not he a god awful actor. He just it takes these just, roles that are just like, really, man. It was just a ridiculous premise and a ridiculous, yeah. like, and I think it was cool. You can't, Did you see the movie? I didn't see it. Like, okay. I and, and I think here's why I had a problem with it. I'm such a 
Brendan Fraser original like mummy like not original mummy but like the mummy movies coming out in like the late 90s early 2000s fan yeah that like when I saw those trailers I was just like that's so very different I think it's a bit unfair to kind of to try and judge without seeing the movie because like I've seen the movie no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like not... the mummy it was actually a pretty cool movie like yeah the story was kind of stupid at times but like they did some really cool shit with the CGI and like the um stunts and whatnot and like that's why you see tom cruise movie you don't see a tom cruise movie to like have the emotional story blow you away <laughs> you you see a tom cruise movie to watch him hang outside of an airplane as it's flying at thirty thousand feet right so which we're gonna see in space yeah we yeah that's which we need to talk about space force soon that show's hilarious okay yeah you need to watch we'll, we'll talk about it when you watch it i blew through four episodes last night it is hilarious yeah i definitely like there is there is a scene i think it's in the third episode where they start talking about something happening in sp- no we talked about it last night the animals in space that part that part is hilarious yeah I, it's hilarious to me that you didn't know that's how we pioneered our space program i had thought we had born humanity that we would bring our animals back but nope nope we just leave them up there to die we didn't have the technology at the time to bring them back like this was like we do now we literally the only technology we had at the time was we're gonna fill this rocket with fuel light it on fire and hope it doesn't explode before it gets to the atmosphere True. like so to think that we were like bringing monkeys back yeah and like dogs back yeah and there's no fucking rabbits chance, man. And... that was so like in the nascent period of the space program that like the only way they could test these systems was to send a live being up there and they didn't have a system to bring it back so it's like i wish elon musk had been around back then i would have loved to see what ridiculous names he would have given his like oh he would have no problem test animals sending test animals up though yeah so space force check that out on netflix it's It's, out it's good yeah it's hilarious we should probably animal rights people though yeah are gonna have a problem with it we we should probably do like an announcement for our guests later in the week. We've got a couple guests this week that we haven't we haven't talked about we do. at we all. We have a returning guest. We and have a, return, like a, a new guest, major new guest. Yeah, so we are going to be joined again on Wednesday to talk about the Lance documentary that uh, concluded yesterday. We're going to be joined by 105.3 The Fans Kevin Hagelin. We're very excited to have him back on talk all about that. He was very adamant about his disgust for Lance Armstrong, so. That should be a very interesting discussion on Wednesday. But then on Friday, we are going to be premiering our episode with the comedian. He is going to be in the new Judd Apatow movie, uh, King of Staten Island. He also has a podcast with Amy Schumer on Spotify. It's going to be Keith Robinson. So we're very, very excited to have both of them on this week. Uh, But yeah, we're going to do some Trailer Park Roundup here in a minute. Alright, it is now time to do some Trailer Park Roundup. We are going to be talking about uh, two movies today. One from Hulu, and then another one from 
um, Universal Pictures. But first, we got to talk about the Hulu one. Okay. Because this looks ridiculously hilarious, but doesn't think it should be funny. It's uh, called Good Boy. Okay. It has Judy Greer. Uh, I have never heard of this. We were just kind of scrolling through and seeing what we could watch. And this caught my eye because the dog had blood all over it. So this looks insane. Ryan, do you want to set up what happens in the trailer that's only a minute long? Well, basically, Judy Greer just adopts a dog from the pound. And this dog turns out <laughs> to be a murderous yeah, that's a good description for it. it. The dog turns out to be a murderous Cujo dog, basically. Yeah. And um, and all the dogs at, like, the yoga, like, know this dog's murderous because they right. all are like, what the fuck is this thing doing here? And so she, like, adopts this dog as an emotional support animal, and he's mean an emotional support animal by apparently murdering Just everyone. murking people everyone left and right. Like, causes anxiety, so. This looks awesome. I... And it's, like, purposely cheesy AF. No, it like there are definite moments where it's called a oh, it's a holiday themed anthology film series Into the Dark, directed by Tyler McIntyre, best known for his excellent slasher Tragedy Girls. <laughs> the film celebrates Pet Appreciation Week, and it's taking a bite out of Hulu on June twelfth. Okay, so is this like the first one in the anthology series? I think so. Like I, yeah, I think this is like one of the very first that they've done. I, it just look it looks like it'll be well shot and it's gonna be well, like executed. But like, it looks like they just had a lot of fun with this because the premise of it is ridiculous. Yeah, they're just doing like a fucking crazy ass like Cujo story. And the best Hulu. part about it is like when they show the dog in some of the scenes, like it looks creepy as hell, even though it's like a ten pound dog. It's literally just like a normal looking ten pound dog. Yeah. They have covered in blood and But like the liar is like, you're just a ten pound dog like that is a great line. It's classic. It, that, like we'll watch that. Like I think that's gonna be a very fairly interesting Hulu movie on yeah, it pretty good. Yeah, I'll give that. Judy Greer is always fun to watch. What the, what's that like? A four out of five Jindo heads? I'd give it three and a half. Okay, for a review, yeah. Max, I mean if, for a trailer, yeah. Max, if you ever go full killer on us, then fuck you, dog. Yeah, I don't think he definitely no. has, doesn't have it in him. As he's literally sleeping on the floor. Yeah, I don't there's, think there's no chance. The other one was Vienna, Viona, Vienna, and the Phantoms. Yeah, so. This, looks this really cast cool. looks really interesting. Is that L Fanning? That's Dakota Fanning. That's Dakota. Okay. I'm almost positive. It's hard to differentiate. Differentiate between these these Fanning blonde sisters. Fannings. Yeah. Like, I mean. Oh yeah, she was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Dakota. Yeah. Was? Yeah. 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 She was on the farm. The wait, wait. Farm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Quinn Tarantino, Brad Pitt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She yeah. She played a fucking crazy person in that one too yeah she's That's, going into like this uh like kind of transient cast uh type casting vienna and the phantoms it looks like it's gonna be it has John, this actually looks really good it looks good i just hope that they don't overdo the like melodrama and I punk mean, rock they have our favorite one of our favorite actors in there. Oh, Bernthal? Bernthal, Bur yeah. And Bernthal Bernthals. Bernthal brings it. Bur like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Bernthal does what Bernthal does well. Like, he yeah. comes in there and he has his gravelly voice. And It's really cool I'm because, the like, they have, like the, they have a really, like, high caliber actor in Bernthal and another one, Dakota Fanning. But the rest of this cast is just, like, nobody's basically. Well, like, like the, the one dude that I was like, oh, I've, I know him from something. He was in three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. 
Yeah, but I mean, in like a supporting role. Yeah, but like in... he's been in some stuff, and the. Uh... But I'm, what I'm just saying is like it's cool that they have, um, two like, leading actors, and then like kind of the rest of the cast. Who's Evan Rachel Woods? Oh, isn't that Westwood? Yeah, yeah, she's in this. Oh, okay. So yeah, three, <laughs> three high-profile actors and Zoe Kravitz as band. Yeah, I saw that. Literal like just band manager. Yeah, no, all the actual like band members. Yeah, are like people that are not as well known. Right. So to literally on IMDb, all the like the only synopsis it gives is a roadie travels across North America with a punk band during the 1980s. That's really all you need to know. That there's like this crazy band. I didn't even realize it was the 1980s. I thought it was like modern day. No, it's supposed to be the 80s. That doesn't. That just tells you how like fucked up the Southwest of America is. Like, yeah, there looks like the 80s. It really <laughs> just looks like the 80s, I guess. <laughs> no, like I think it. So she obviously is like a roadie, and she joins up with this band, and then all of a sudden she has like basically a love triangle with. I, I don't really get what the other guy's relationship is to the band, but the lead, the other person is the lead singer. Right. And so, like, he, she's apparently, like, heartbroken the lead singer and is, like, yeah. on the verge of destroying the band. And so, I guess the band's manager, manager of comes, some sort, who's comes, Bernthal. Who's Bernthal comes in to, like, right the ship and, like, yeah. kind of... And there's a point in the trailer where they're like, you don't even know what this guy's done. Like, you don't know what he's had to do for this band. And it's like, okay... You're being a little weird about it, guys. But, no, like, it looks like it's going to be just an absolute wild ride of a story as this yeah, band, I, as she, like, gets integrated in the band, and then as you see... I love these, like, type of stories that are, like, very, like, true grit Americana-type movies, yeah. right? Like, this is, like the desolation of the kind of, like, rock culture of America into a single story which yeah. is really cool and full disclosure i saw the trailer for this i'd watched it with you but like i had seen it a couple days ago and was like okay punk rock i'm in right like, let's yeah, go yeah. like i'm such a nerd for that type of stuff that i'm gonna watch this regardless of who was gonna be in it probably so i'm interested to see how they go with this and what direction they take and you know how raw and you know violent it could get because there's a scene where he's, like, forcing her to drink whiskey and, like, yeah, it could I mean, get really intense. The 80s wasn't, like, a great time to be a woman, I don't think. Uh, it's, hasn't it's not like it's time. improved over the past, like, 30 to 40 Not years. much has improved in our country as we're seeing these days. No shit. We didn't want to talk about that too much, but... Yeah, but the world, like, literally is on fire right now. Like, it's Monday morning. Shit is insane. June 1st. Over and... a $20 bill. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous well, what mean, happened. All of this is really over a hell of a lot more. But well, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. But this whole, that's the most ridiculous part of this whole, everything that happened last Monday was the cops were called over a counterfeit $20 bill right. and they escalated it to that point. So this is like, this happened on Monday? I thought it happened like. No, this has only been a week. I thought it had only been, like, four days. But that's I mean, that's why people are so angry. It's, like, it's over. Well, and it's, like, not slowing down at all. And it shouldn't. Like, people should, like, don't loot. Don't vandalize shit. Protest, though. And, like, show. Yeah, I just, like, uh, yeah, well, I didn't really want to talk about it. No, we, we 
we had to touch on it a little bit because yeah punk we'll... rock and women and yeah and shitty it... times yeah and our president oh my god anyways trailer park roundup that's been, a, is, that's been an interesting one yeah too it's a light one this week light episode yeah, kind of short. Uh, we're gearing up for a big week, though. Yes, right? we are very excited for Wednesday and Friday's episodes. Good mm-hmm. to talk to Kevin Hagelin from 105.3 on Wednesday. And then, of course, uh, talk to comedian Keith Robinson on Friday. So very excited for everything going down this week. And Yeah, and look out over the next uh, few days. We'll definitely have the uh, Elfer Adelstein uh, video interview mm-hmm. on YouTube. That one's pretty much wrapped up. You just got to get it posted and then... Um, We'll we'll start working on the Amberster interview. Yeah, you we'll guys, go check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And what are we talking to uh, Kevin about? We're talking to about Lance. Okay. You gotta watch Lance. Four hours or three hours of Lance. The yeah, the Armstrong documentary. Yeah. Right? Just like a expose on how much of an asshole Lance Armstrong is. Dude, okay, they literally like we'll talk to him about this. Like, I'm really interested to talk to him about this. They talk for like thirty fucking minutes about his like his uh foundation yeah and it was it really felt like hey we know he doped but and he's a gigantic asshole yeah but like he doesn't know his kid's number but like hey remember that time he made yellow wristbands and didn't make any money from it remember like, how that's much, what it feels like yeah remember how much money he's raised for his own organization to fight cancer research but like and you should never be like yeah like that didn't happen like he obviously he that, did a lot of good yeah. but like dude He's, you, he's not a good person. He smeared a woman's reputation and yeah, he called like, her a whore, and like he like mm. almost directly attributed was attributed to some dude like killing, killing himself. himself. Yeah, with a cocaine overdose. So, oh my god, not a good guy. We knew it. We're from Plano. Like we've heard all the stories about Lance Armstrong just talk shit about Plano, and like I mean, which again, we don't like Plano either. But like, don't. Well, okay, yeah, I'd much rather like Denton than Plano. Right, I think I have a little bit more animosity towards Plano than you do because I went yeah. through the public school system and whatnot. But I, yeah, I guess I would, I went through like half the public school system you did. Right, so I didn't really have to deal with all of that. Like, but I still had friends from Plano and yeah. Like, so well, anyways, like we were well aware of how much of not a good person. Lance oh yeah, Armstrong it was, was it was a open secret, not an open. It, it was, was an a open se- fact it was that a like he open was, conversation that yeah. Whenever you bring up Lance Armstrong, the DFW and Metroplex, yeah, in DFW, it's like dude, he's a dick. Yeah, he's a fucking asshole. Like we, so, no one likes the guy. No, yeah, and that was the weirdest part about like growing up in that time period. And I don't really get like why is ESPN doing this now? Like, and so it wasn't ESPN. It was Maria Marina Yanovich, I believe it was her name. She was a director. She made it. And then she took it out to some festivals, and then ESPN picked it up. Like and then ESPN, ESPN just needed content. To, yeah, ESPN yeah. didn't really commission it. Like it's the same thing with the Be Water and Long Gone Summer. Like they might have had a tangent, like relationship with these people when they were making the film, but they were not as involved making it as they were like with The Last Dance. So they picked it up, and they're like, "Oh, this is, it was at Sundance. Like it's a, probably a good documentary." And yeah, I mean, and without any live sports going on right now, like they need you need content. Yeah, so they don't like fail. No, um, but yeah, so but it just like yeah, that makes sense that ESPN didn't commission this because like I wouldn't think that ESPN wants to make a four-hour documentary about a dude that's like pretty universally renowned as an asshole yeah like but um it is he's like he's talking about he was bitching about all his sponsors leaving yeah yeah and like talking like mad shit about his teammates and how like he's 
you know, the team is solely there for him to win uh, Tour de France's. And if you don't want to be on the team to help him win Tour de France's, you can get the fuck off the team. Yeah. Like, I saw that much of it so far. So, um, I need to go rewatch part two because part two was going on during all the crap last night, all the craziness. And so I was flipping back between CNN and ESPN and probably missed about a good hour of it. But it is, it's just, I don't get it. I don't get why he's, why they did this. Yeah. It well, doesn't make I mean, him look any better. It is interesting. And it's like, no, it's it very is, interesting. It, it is it's like obviously interesting. something to watch on ESPN. So like, it makes perfect sense why they put it out. Yeah. I so. mean, it gets us talking about it. It gets us talking about ESPN, but yeah, dude's a dick. So, so that, will yeah, be, we'll talk more about that with Kevin on. And uh, then we're going to talk with Keith about a King movie. Staten Island. I am so fucking excited for wait, next man. week. Right. Yeah. It's a week from Friday. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I cannot wait for a King of Staten. We're gonna straight up have like a viewing party. We might even live stream or like we probably should. We probably are gonna like live stream us watching uh, that movie. We should probably look into that. I, I like we literally have it set up right here. All we have oh, to do yeah, is we like do this. Yeah, we yeah. could just put it on put it on Twitch or something. Put it on IG Live. That's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. We got to send out some carrier pigeons. We got a Twitch channel, so yeah. we'll give the people our Twitch uh, wink, and we'll sit here and the people. The people. The two people who watch it with us. We get fucking 20 downloads, Alex. Yeah. Okay, that's an order of magnitude more than two people. So, fuck off. <laughs> we are important. We are important. We're having Keith on. People want to talk to us. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm so excited for... And, and to talk to Keith, too. He seems like a He's a huge Marvel guy. fan. So, I'm, I'm really interested to talk to him about some Marvel movies. For sure. So. See how... He's taking the uh, delay of Internals and uh, Black oh, Widow. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Black I mean, Widow. Yeah, we're Eternals, not going to get anything till November. Uh, in his in one of his uh, interviews with Amy, or not interviews, one of his episodes on the um, Amy Schumer podcast, he has three girls, one Keith on Spotify. Check it out. Um, he talked about. I think he was a big fan of Shang Chi and Luke Cage, and so I think Shang Chi getting pushed back kind of hurts him a lot too yeah i I can imagine i mean just everything's getting pushed back (laughs) like you know a a set number of months so i cannot wait for black widow black widow's gonna be so dope yeah i hope yeah yeah i'm really excited for that we should have him back on to talk about black widow yeah we'll we'll, we'll throw that out there for him and just see if he wants to yeah and drop the little drop that morsel we'll see all right but thanks guys for checking out this kind of rambling episode it's been a fun one yeah this is our standard just kind of hang out monday episode yeah. so uh but we will Just be back fun. on wednesday we will see everybody wednesday when we have our uh, talk with kevin Hagwin from 105 through the fan about lance so yep talk to y'all then adios muchachos bye bye